what's up? This is Rocky Asuka Romero, and you're listening to City Wrestling Radio. Boom! What's going on, everybody? This uh. is City Wrestling Radio, and this, this is a very special a return to Thursday, brand new special fresh and clean episode of the b show i'm your host Corey smith in the diamond studio and i'm with my co-host my beekeeper um the the two ogs of the b show i'm not two people i'm just i'm just one man oh i was referring to the both of us oh we make two people but you alone can't is argue with are, that you alone are one person and you are named michael vergara how are you today you- sir i'm all right no, it's uh try I mean there is a reason why we're doing this on Thursday really just as more of a more or less a warm up as like a preliminary warm well, you up know what? just getting used to our schedules and this sort of thing. You know what? Uh NXT wants to get the jump start on AEW and I think we want to get the jump start on NXT. Who got the jump start on us is what I want to know. Who was starting to do something on Wednesdays? I don't know before us. Honestly, maybe uh Pepsi No, it's I mean did you hear WWE podcast uh, WWE is making their own podcasts? Oh God! Really? Yeah. Well, you want right. to just go straight into that, or Pack you want it to, up. or you want to just do some some work in regarding your uh, your uh, social media stuff? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe <laughs> at CWR. The roughest of the rough in terms of uh, segues at CWR four and five Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Stay up to date with City Wrestling Radio at SoundCloud.com slash City Wrestling Radio. Yeah, yeah so. that's 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 so, it. That's a show. That's a B show. Good so, night, everybody. So uh, WWE is gonna. Um, I guess we'll start with that because that, that's a, the biggest, uh, the scariest thing happening to us right now. Yeah, there's, you know, it's, well, Seth Rollins once said, "They're taking food off my table." Yeah, you know what? I'm coming after Seth. You are taking food off my table. Yeah, never- Seth Rollins is gonna make a podcast. It's gonna release on Thursdays and Mondays and Friday. No, uh, Tuesdays and Saturdays, and they'll just be like, you know, that was a city wrestling radio guys. You know, know. I'm going to review NXT this week. It's called The Sea Show. (laughs) I'm Seth Rollins. Ouch, my knee. Oh, get off me, Becky. (laughs) Anyways, what a quality show show we we do. Uh, It's been announced via the Hollywood Reporter today that the WWE and the Endeavor Audio whatever that is, apparently is the place that we need to get our podcast on, has agreed to develop a podcast network that'll feature several series focused on WWE and WWE's superstar wrestlers. WWE noted that further details, including launch timing and content creative, uh, will be revealed, oh my God, in the coming weeks, Michael. I mean, podcasts are pretty easy to produce. We do. With relative quick ease. Fuck, if we can do multiple a week, a baby can probably do it. How much do you bet? I want to bet like most of these are just going to be like it's like it's going to be like one of those Kathy Kelly top tens. What's going on in the week of WWE? It's just going to be audio rips of like YouTube videos. Wow, the top uh, guys! I can't believe the Bellas is one of the biggest uh, betrayals in all of WWE. Yeah, it's number one apparently. Um, no, Way I, more than Marty Jannetty and no, Shawn Michaels. It, it, it was funny. There, it was something I can't remember what it was, but it was like the top ten betrayals in WWE history. And, or top five. And number five was literally the Bellas turning on Ronda Rousey. I'm like, wait, what? Even more so than Nikki, like, betraying yes. Uh, yes. Uh, 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 Brie. Yes. Why did I forget that name? Which time? Which 17 times <sighs> are you referring to? Eh, that only happened. Oh, uh, no. That it, only happened once. No, it's happened a few times where okay. she just turned on her in Battle Royals. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> 
Um, but, but WWE, they're doing podcasts, and it's going to be a thing. So. Which, uh, quick, name me three podcasts you would listen to uh, from from a, from a WWE superstar um, or I, or somebody working for WWE. I want the Bella's brother to have a podcast. JJ, I want JJ Bella to have a podcast um, with um, Noel Foley's boyfriend, the Clown Frank the Clown. Um, and then I also want to have a show where it's um, Abdullah the Butcher um, with telling us how to cook recipes, food recipes, with um, uh, Jimmy Hart. Okay. What about you, Michael? Uh, I honestly, like, I would imagine, like, like a Samoa Joe podcast would be all right. Like, I'm, like, he it's just like yelling into the mic. No, not even that. Day. Just like, just even out of character. Just like, just talking about. You know. He would be sly as fuck. He'd be like, "Hey guys, I'm Samoa Joe." He would. I think he would have a really good radio voice. He, I feel like he'd have a like a like a bright future in broadcasting for WWE or anywhere else. Honestly. Hey guys, you know what? I'm Samoa Joe, and this. Is Samoan money rundown? And like, as much as I like, thing is like, oh, my immediate answer was gonna be Daniel Bryan, but then like, I appreciate like the stuff that he's into. It's just like you know, like environmentalism and like spirituality and yes, stuff like Daniel that. Daniel Bryan interviewing just random things he's interested. Yeah, I'm here with uh, well, somebody from the community center in Portland, Oregon. We're gonna talk about them planting a bunch of roses. It's not, yeah, it's just a bunch of subjects that I'm just personally not really into. But then he himself is just such a. Like such a like a, a captivating individual, like just a genuinely good person. Uh, you're you're what do you call what what do you say? Not well. The, the thing is, like I remember that I was I, I just felt like I just felt this way when I was um, listening to a podcast that he did with Jimmy Jacobs podcast. Right. They just like it, it was just it just felt like a passing conversation I would hear in a Whole Foods <laughs> line or something. Oh, uh, what? And it's uh, not like it's not a slight. It's just like it's. I'm sure it was a very good discussion. It was just it just wasn't. How much was the salmon? Oh, twelve ninety nine a pound. That's a good price. Xavier Woods will probably have a good podcast. Mostly talk about like video games and other stuff. L one, L two, up, down, left, right, uh, left, down, up, left, right. Is that the GTA? (laughs) Yeah, no. Is that the all weapons code for GTA? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, it is because the no L. Yeah, because it's L one. Yeah, it's L one, L two, R. R one R two and then it's left down right up left down right up yeah it's just a circle or left down down it's a circle yeah but if the, yeah it's a circular motion anyways uh, yeah WWE uh, that's, that's want... gonna be our video pod- that's gonna be our video that'll game be our podcast. video our video game podcast <laughs> welcome to L one L two R one R two left no right down left left up, up circle uh, down up yeah. Uh, I'm your host, Michael Vergara, and we're talking about you, Grand Theft Auto. Uh, but no, we're not. This is uh, We're going to talk more about WWE. Um, w- yeah, podcast. They're going to do one. Good for them. It's about time. They're, they're writing, they're writing the coattails of our success and everything. You know what? I just realized, how much fucking content do they produce? WWE. They want to corner, corner the market on everything, everything they could put their hands to. I'm surprised there's not like a WWE artist out there yet, like doing gallery. Shows. I mean, is this any different than anything like what the NBA would do or the MLB, where they just want to just make something out of everything? WWE has all the reality shows, and they have 205 Live because that's what WWE like often sees it NXT, sees themselves NXT UK, and, and justifiably so. Where you know they want to be, they are like the they want to be MLB on. or the NBA, where they are the one thing of like, sports that's just of wrestling. Yeah, sports, and I would imagine like. And they and they have reached that point, too. I mean, it's probably it's uh, probably a destination that a lot of, I think a, lo- a lot of you know unsigned indie wrestlers either definitely want to go to or want to avoid. Yeah. 
So, and one of those uh, one of those groups of people could be uh, one group that just left Impact Wrestling, LAX. Well, before you uh, before, kind of want to go back to this podcast subject actually, but um, just a just a quick a little bit of a side. This is just side your new thing now. You're like, I want to talk about something we talked about five minutes ago. It was this wasn't five minutes ago. It was like five seconds ago. Anyways, I didn't know that you anyways. were getting towards LAX. Um, I was just there's one thing that I <laughs> that wish segue came out of nowhere. I kind of wish WWE would actually um have you listened have you um seen those uh. Oh, I forget what it's called, but it's like WWE. It's Camp like these WWE. archived no, these archived things. Like they, it was it's it's this WWE Network show where it's legit, just a bunch of still images and uh, phone interviews. Oh, I mean, I've seen the ones like where, the ECW one or the I've seen ones WrestleMania where, where it's like someone looking at pictures of themselves. Like Seth no, Lowe. that's photo shoot. That's something different. Okay. But then that's what I kind of want out of like their WWE podcast. Like I was listening to the Thirty for Thirty ESPN podcast concerning Donald Sterling, the disgraced former owner of the Los Angeles Clippers, who uh, made that racist tirade against yeah. you know you know you know the story. And I just thought like, man, if you if like if any like wrestling podcast could do this. Well, maybe we can do it. No. Um, I can't promise anything. But I've been clamoring for original content. Podcast doc, like the, they, they should really get into the podcast documentary business because they have the amount of infinite resources they have regarding that. Like, damn, that would be that would be quite something for WWE podcasts. If they were going to be actually serious about this, like, man, they I'm, got. I'm working on a documentary podcast. Yeah. What's it called? It's Nunya. What business is that of? Uh, none of yours. So, like, you really stuck that landing with uh, with grace and beauty, like a Thank gymnast, you. man. I tried. Um, you know, I had a an old Russian coach yelling at me, me being the fourteen year old gymnast. Really, just going with this. <laughs> just went for it. Anyways, LAX. Yes, LAX, the airport in Los Angeles. Um, no, no, go I'm talking LaGuardia about Santana to... and Ortiz, the tag I know, team. I know, I know, I know. They have officially bid their farewell to Impact Wrestling after having their final match uh, for the promotion. Santana posted a statement thanking Impact for the opportunities that LAX was given. And I quote, last night we wrestled our final match for at Impact Wrestling. Our appreciation and gratitude for every single person that we've had uh, hand in helping us get to this point. And absolutely is endless. Thank you for the opportunity to show the world our passion and commitment to this business, and most of all, the opportunity to represent our people and culture on a big stage. Uh, we are forever grateful. Hashtag thank you. Impact, because in capitals. So, um, LAX is a tag team uh, mm-hmm. consisting of two individuals, and now they are free agents going to whatever promotion they want to see fit. And They're as going to ta- WWE. Okay. That's just personally my opinion. Okay, uh, they're going to WWE, but as a tag team, they if they ever want to uh, fulfill the potential of themselves and be put over as a certain possible tag team rather than just be pot- pot- uh, potential props in storylines for, say, singles competitors, just to further th- those programs rather than, you know, just being an over tag team, uh, they know what the answer, where the answer guys, lies. Vince will look at these guys, ah, you know who the colognes are. Oh, I just fired them. You could have their gimmick. Are they still with the company? They're still with the company. Okay, because I remember, I think it was Epico or Primo. One of them. Sorry. I, you know. We just never see them on TV. So. Yeah, we just never see them on TV. Like they, he, I remember one of them did like, a, a, like an, a championship angle in a promotion in Puerto Rico. And I just thought like, wait, is, uh, is Primo like not with a company anymore? Is this? And I guess it's just one of those things where they just let him do it because fuck, whatever the fuck. I mean, what else are they doing? They're wrestled down there or something. Yeah, yeah. There's a relationship, or there. it's his father's promotion, right? Carlos, yeah, yeah. Ooh, 
Ugh. I just watched that uh, Viceland documentary recently. Oh yeah, it's great. Uh-huh. It's a, it's a, 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 a fabulous time was had by all. <laughs> yeah. Um, so LAX, you think they, you think you think they should go to AEW? I agree with you on that. Um, I mean, hey, money's money. Money talks. So yeah, money does talk, and WWE has a lot of it. Because so now, does AEW. Like it's not. Well, I mean, WWE has all that you know that Saudi money. And now we have, in addition to that, their new TV deal with the USA Network. For I'm NXT. just saying, are do, are you a wrestler who has respect for their own creative process, or no? I'm are neither. You, well, this is a rhetorical question. I'm not even asking you. Um, I didn't even get to the second part yet, Corey. Or do you want to work for the WWE? And so, whatever choice you make is a reflection of you know who you are as a performer. Right, right, right. right. I, if I say so myself, I like. I, I agree. You know. And I think wrestlers are going to want to wrestle, and they're going to want to be in somewhere like AEW. You know, sports entertainers. You know, people that are. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with deciding to go to a W. Well, a little bit. A little bit who you're actually signing is like as far as moral obligations go, but then th- I should never berate from anybody a, from an outside perspective. From an outside perspective, I should never or we should never berate anybody who wants you know more who wants to use their opportunity to you know better themselves, better more. themselves in like in life in general, and just like you know fulfilling themselves financially. Like they should never like really yeah let it like. You know, put anyone down for, to making that decision. Yeah. It's but then that's just at face value. That's just the decision you make. And aren't a lot of these guys getting paid a whole lot more, especially on the NXT roster? With this, I mean, they're TV, paying. A, yeah, okay. Yeah. With this new TV deal. Yeah, you want to just get into that story? Yeah, we're pretty much. I mean, there's not much to say about it, rather than they are just bumping. They are just treat the contracts that the NXT roster is getting is about on the level as a main roster contract, and that Paul Levesque. It, no, aka Triple H, unless you didn't already know, is still spearheading NXT, and it's relative. And as of right now, it's going to be relatively unchanged. Now, say week one, where it's like uh, it has a number that goes below their expectations, they it could just you know Vince starts tapping. Vince just foot. like snaps his finger, and like it'll make it all go away, uh, like Thanos. Uh, uh. And Do but then, as that. of right now, I think this week, this first week. Hell, maybe like the first, maybe is maybe the first week against AEW, not the first week where it's just running unopposed. I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I mean that's like three or four weeks. That's like three weeks in. Three so. weeks. Yeah, um, and you know, like listen to what Dave said. Like he expects the first shows, two shows to be good, but then the third show has uh, to be spectacular. And like, what better way to use that third show is to you know make it a takeover, make it an uninterrupted takeover, and then we can show it at a watch party. With AEW. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, and then are they getting paid more, the roster, the roster members? Or? It seems that way. I mean, contracts, that's, prodding, that's pretty much the the overall figure of what makes a contract a contract in regards to those kind of mm-hmm. deals. It's just the, just the, you know, the amount of digits and the amount of zeros on it. Money, money, money. But then also terms of, like, how long you're bound by this and how long you actually, you're actually... Absolutely. Into it. And the thing about WWE is WWE is one of those companies that, you know, uh, you're, if you're working for me, you're working for me, buddy. You know, that's just. Either that or you could just go Sasha Banks and just like, you know, get a dog and just chill. Be like, oh, I had it. And go to the Bad Luck Fall Agent Dojo. Yeah. And just, you know. Dye your hair blue. Um, let's talk about this. Um, I guess we'll talk about that next week, actually. Um, <laughs> no, I was going to talk NXT UK uh, TakeOver. 
Um, I was just looking at this card, and I was like, man, I have not watched this show <laughs> in forever. You want to say the card out loud? I mean, I mean we're already talking about it. So, uh, Walter versus Tyler Bate for the NXT UK Championship. That's going to be a good one. This <laughs> is, man. UK Women's Championship, Tony Storm versus Kylie Ray. Uh, or Kaylee Ray, sorry. Uh, NXT UK Tag Team Championship. Kylie Ray is the. No. That's Kylo Ren. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, NXT UK Tag Team Championship. The Grizzled Young Vets, the team of Zach Gibson and James Drake, defending against Gallus, the team of Mark Coffey and Wolfgang, and Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster in a triple threat match. Uh, Travis Banks versus Noam Daw. And uh, Dave Mastiff versus Joe Colfey in a last man. Standing match. That's a really good card. Yeah, that has the potential to be show of the night. I'll be honest; I have no interest in seeing Travis Banks or Noam Dar. I don't know why. On paper, this sounds, this looks and sounds really good. I think Dave Massive versus Joe Coffee is gonna be. Dude, the, Walter and Tyler Bate. That's I think insane. Joe Coff, I think Massive and Coffee is gonna be match of the night right there. I you, I mean, okay, like I. It I, has potential. It has potential, but then you are dealing with. I mean, come on! It's Tyler Bate and Walter. Come on, dude. See Walter. Yes, it could. That's be. next week, and that's also on the same day as uh, All Out, because yes. wrestling and seems to happen like this. Well, the New Japan. Um, that's British standard, but it's time not going to be. It's not going to be on TV. It's not going to be. It's not going to go coincide with All Out. But it's not going to be on New just Japan barely. World. It's not going to be on New Japan World. What NXT UK? No, I'm talking about the New Japan show. I'm just. Ta- I was just talking about that. The New Japan show that's happening the same. time. Oh, Royal as- Quest. Yes. Yeah, why didn't you say that? Um, because it's being put on at the same exact time, yeah. so it's the same day. That's going to be a really big show too. Do you know? Do you have that card? No, it's a. Uh, That's like Suzuki all I know. Okada, it's Minoru, right? Yeah, it's Minoru Suzuki versus Kazuchika Okada. Oh, Suzuki's Hiroshi Tan- that title. Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Z, uh, ZSJ Zack Saber Jr. I was joking about Suzuki winning, but I actually can see Tanahashi winning that Rev Pro British Heavyweight title in it's, England, it, dude. He'd get booed. It, it's a he'll step. get booed. You think so? Yeah, I think because ZSJ is just too ingrained with that. Okay, um, it's right here. Reveals full card. Kazuchika Okada, Suzuki, Saber Jr., Tanahashi, Tomohiro Ishii defending against defending his never open weight title against no against Kenta. Holy shit! Wow. IWGP Tag Team Champions Gorilla Destiny defending the winners of the RPW Road to Royal Quest Tournament. Uh, Tetsuya Naito and Sonata versus Jay White and Chase Owens. Will Ospreay and Robbie Eagles versus Taiji Chimori and El Fantasmo. Man, Will Ospreay just traveling. Wait, Robbie Eagles isn't in Bullet Club anymore? I think he's in Chaos. But he was in Bullet Club. I, I don't know. I just, okay. Uh, Koto Bushi and jo- Juice Robinson versus Yujiro Takahashi and uh, Hikulea. I'm going to text, I'm gonna text uh, a source. Okay. Uh, Raisuke uh, Taguchi. Ayusuke Taguchi. Shota Amino and Ren Narita versus Rocky Romero and Show and Yo. I mean, I'm looking. That's forward. a that's a good card too. Um, it, it's gonna be. I mean, it's gonna be a good show. I mean, I don't see any real titles changing hands. The never open weight could change hands. Kenta, mm-hmm. Bullet Club starts bringing in the gold, baby. <coughs> I'm just saying, you know. It no, happen. no, I'm not doubting. Um, you know, I'm just I'm just trying to stall while I text somebody really cl- uh, really quickly. Um, but so. you also got all out, and uh, I feel like that's just going to be a thing that we should just probably talk about in the next show. What's that? All out. Oh, um, oh we'll definitely talk about that next week on the B show. But before we talk about that next week, right let's now, talk about this week. And this week happened. And um, okay, no, Robbie Eagles is not still in Bullet Club. Okay. With an exclamation point. Really? That person just really wanted to get that point across. Like, what are you, stupid? 
Um, okay, which makes sense. Super Jacob. Yeah, on the subject of New Japan. Happening Super Jacob. It's, t- it's starts tonight. tonight in Tacoma. Well, Washington. Uh, New Japan says Seattle. Um, Again, it's just one of those WWE things. They don't want to like, they'll only say the state, not the city. Oh, uh, yeah, no. Um, I think that, yeah. Um, tonight, they're going to start off with the tournament. Um, let me pull up. The, I have the card. Do you want me you to have the card? Let's go through the card. Okay, Michael. 822, Seattle. Will Ospreay versus. Amazing Red. So this is an interesting match because this is Amazing Red is uh, going to be he's like a hero of Will Ospreay. Will Ospreay looked up to him. He is he a he's a hero to a generation of like junior heavyweights, dude. Okay. Like he's kind of he is somewhat like, kind of like an influential figure, like like Sasha Banks and Bailey. Like they put him over as like okay. someone who has taught them. Nice, like you know um, how they are today. Um, I um, and this is kind of more or less a retirement tour. Yeah, this is going to be, but this is, um, what do you call it? Uh, this is um, Osprey's match to lose, you know? You, okay, you want, okay. No, you what think? I'm saying, it's Osprey's match to lose. It's Osprey's match, no matter what. I think he's going to win, but if he really does lose it, he, it'll be because his character messed up on something or whatever. Man, that'd it's be his match to lose. That'd be kind of a bummer. It honestly. would be, because we're going on Saturday, and I would like to see. Why would Will, you ever put that, like, why I, would you ever put that narrative on I'm, there? I'm meeting want, you anyways, Will Osprey, but um, how are you? Great. I mean, as as uh, as a super junior heavyweight champion, super junior, uh, junior heavyweight champion. I don't think I don't think you're knocking off Will Osprey in the first round. No. I think Osprey go, is goes over amazing. Right? But this is something Will Osprey requested this match. Uh, next nap, next match, we got Show versus Taiji Ishimori. Taiji Ishimori is the one with, in Bullet Club. Yeah, um, I know that. I think this is Ishimori advances. Yes, Show um, could win it. Yeah, I mean, theoretically, you got uh, Clark Connors of the L.A. Dojo facing off against a newly released, well, not newly released, he's been released for a while, one T.J. Perkins, formerly known as Suicide or Homicide from TNA and T.J.P., winner of the first Cruiserweight Classic. Are they, did they just sign T.J.P. in this tournament to job him out to Clark Connors? God, I hope so. I want to see more. I want to see Clark Connors. Like, as somebody who's watched that L.A. Dojo documentary and hit, seeing him in those opening yeah. matches in the G1, and then he, has, he's shown, he has shown a lot of potential. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's go Clark Connors on that. Uh, Robbie Eagles versus El Phantasmo. Um, I can see Phantasmo winning this. Okay. Um, not much. I would know. like to see Phantasmo. I would like to see Phantasmo perform. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like just going on like who I want to see. Who I just really want to see because we we are attending the second round of that. Yeah. Uh, Raisuke Taguchi versus Jonathan Gresham. Man, I. Gresham. God damn it! I want to see Gresham. I uh, want to see Gresham for real. Yeah. Uh, you could put Taguchi in a tag match in a like in the prelude to the actual tournament because I feel like with the amount of matches on the first round, this is going to be the entire card yeah but with you got less matches going on in san francisco you can put like you know like you can put jushin thunder liger in a tag match with taguchi and it'll be fine so i think i hope i hope gresham wins this uh yo versus dragon lee um just like show i expect yo to fall in the first round hell maybe in the second they'll probably have a tag match you know out of show and yo the person i actually do would want to advance would be show because he had an he had an amazing match against Shingo Tagagi in the Best of the Super Juniors. Oh, absolutely! Earlier this year, and yeah. so I would like to see him face uh, Will Osprey yeah. to have that match. Yeah, which, yeah. man. Uh, so Dragon Lee is probably going to win this. Karistico versus Dragon Lee is going to win the whole tournament. I don't think so. I think I can see Phantasmo. Let me go through this. Okay. Um, 
Christico versus Bushi. Bushi, he was uh, visiting the Starbucks HQ earlier today. Um, I guess he can bring that caffeine energy into <laughs> Is that your insider? This match. I love how you use your insider knowledge there. Like, it's uh, not insider knowledge. Uh, Emily Brett tweeted this out. I, I was on Twitter earlier, and uh, rumors have it um, yeah. that he's at Starbucks, so he's probably pretty caffeinated. Um, that's a thing, though. This is a this is a co promoted event with CMLL, um, and other companies that work with CMLL. That's true. <laughs> like Pro Wrestling Revolution and. Uh, I think the, the one ROH. the one we're the one we're going to is being the production crew. I believe is Pro Wrestling Revolution. Okay. So, uh, Rocky Romero versus Soberano Jr. As much as I want to choose Rocky Romero for lovingly giving us that bumper that we use, probably even in this show, I'm not promising anything. Rocky Asuka Romero Aha! Uh, versus Soberano Jr. I, I mean, that's the thing. If this is this is a co-promoted event. You would have to put at least some. Of the stars in yeah. the second round. Yeah. And Rocky Romero, he can eat that loss. You would think they'd give one win to Rocky, though. But then that's just... Not, I mean, he's just more of an ambassador to me. more than just like mm-hmm. somebody like who who, move, like who makes moves around the main roster. Saying, yeah. The roster. Yeah. And uh, that leads us to... I mean, that's pretty much just the landscape of that tournament. Who do you think is going to win this entire thing? Oh... I could see Osprey, honestly. Either Taiji Ishimori or um, Jonathan Gresham. I can honestly see Osprey winning this just to like make, just put like an even bigger stamp on like, hey, this is my, this is the Super Juniors. Somehow Jushin Thunder Liger wins it, <laughs> like as a replacement for Taguchi or something. Yeah, it's like the Shane McMahon uh, Miz thing, and everyone calls Shane or Jushin the best in the world. I still kind of question the decision not to have him on the tournament, but you he's going to wrestle. He's going to wrestle. They, they made that. They we, made that we fact will get clear. To clap to his song. Yeah, no, I've seen I've seen Liger before. There's like, I, and I have no doubt in my mind that I'm excited over this. But you know, it could be he could have even he could have made an even bigger splash with splash with this Super J Cup, considering the fact that he in fact created yeah. this thing. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean he maybe that's why. Maybe he, cause he, since he created this thing, he wanted to put a spotlight. To he other didn't people. create it. Did he? No, Did he's he? just producing it. He is producing it, but then I this thought... This is he, a thing that's been going on for a while. He he's, it's been going on like for almost 30 years, and I thought... Longer than the G1. Yeah. Wait, no, not longer than the G1. Well, the thing is, G1 has been taking like many Consistently. forms. Consistently. Yep. Um, like, has the G1 has been taking like many forms throughout the 19... like Even like dating way back all the way to the 1970s. Oh. Who well, like the, the, hey, new, cool. the New Japan... Or the All Japan... Or whatever. New Japan Cup. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Who quick? Who for, who won the first G one? Uh, Tony Inoki, probably. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, really okay. showing our ass here. Tiger Mask or Antonio? The Inoki. first one, not the second one. It's probably the second one. Um, but yeah, so it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be a fun time had by all. Um, guys, if you're at the show on Saturday and you see us, come say hi. I'll have stickers. You can have one. I can. I can have one. You you will have a bunch to give out too. Right? What? What? Because if you see two guys walking around City Wrestling Radio T-shirts. Wait, what? I have to wear a Wrestle City Wrestling Radio t-shirt? Just come right up to us. Say hi. Shake our hands. Hug us. Don't hug us. Actually, that's weird. Don't just come up out of nowhere and hug us. And yeah, just hug Corey. Just don't be like, too sweet me, bro, and then have your nails not clipped. I'm just saying, clip your nails before you too sweet us. Um, come get a sticker from us, and then we will give you two stickers, because you came up and asked us for a sticker. So, Shall we get into NXT, Michael? Yes, let's. <laughs> You're like, yes, please. Let's continue with the show. Uh, we kicked off NXT. Um, it was not live this week. 
It was not. It's never live. Not yet. Oh, okay. Now I get it. Um, <laughs> NXT hailing like, from I the... Just, I immediately just sprung up to me like, wait, Corey, you do know that... Eh, whatever. <laughs> hailing from the Full Sail Arena. Um, kicked off with... Undisputed... It's not an arena, dude. Let's be real it's here. A, it's an it arena. It seats like 300 people. <laughs> it's, an, it's an open room. Uh, Undisputed Era come out. It cut an in-ring it's promo. It's a trade school. Adam, no offense. Adam Cole, well, it kind of is. Uh, Adam Cole is there. He says, there is no question that he is the NXT's greatest champion of ever. Uh, then Roderick says, the four of them should all be draped in gold. And we got robbed. Uh, Velveteen, yeah. That title will be mine. I think you're selling. I, I honestly feel like you're selling their mic skills short. I thought everybody in this segment was actually was like came off really. Cool. I, I don't like Roderick on the mic. He can come come off. But then it's dorky. but then it's also but then the, the the type of character that Roderick comes across just feels authentic to who you think of him as a person in general. I can see that. Like that. Like, like it's that like that jockey, sniveling, just jock, like kind of douchey, kind of dumb jock. Yeah. yeah, they all come off. I like mean, that. they're all. Dumb jobs. Dumb they jobs. are the freaking like they are the varsity football team. Adam Cole is probably the smartest one out of all of them. Yeah, he's the followed, one with the highest GPA. Fo- followed by the um, the graphic designer. That's Kyle why he's O'Reilly. the leader. Oh yes, the 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 artist. Oh, Kyle no, he, the editor, right? Yeah, uh, he made that video. Yeah, that? which is totally not a shot at the young bucks. No, um, Roderick or, uh, or Roderick says dream is on borrowed time. O'Reilly says that also they were screwed out of their match because in a tag match you have to pin. The legal person. And they brought video evidence to prove this. Well, they brought video evidence of a tag happening. Yeah. I what? That's a, that's that's about as clear as day as you could possibly have. Yes, because that was the tag that happened right before the pin, right? Well, you think Kyle O'Reilly doctored that too? He took classes and full sale to. You no, know, I think to, WWE is like ex- Misha taught him that too. I'm actually want I want to go back and watch the end of that match and see if that actually happened. Oh. I'm just saying. I think it's one of those things that they took a clip. Just played it and was like... Well, they clearly made their case. I'll say that because next they week they, they are did. facing... They did. The, undisp- the Undisputed Era is facing the Street Profits for the titles next week. Yeah, and, and that's going to be a match. That's gonna be going to be a match. Um, and uh, yeah, so then they're leaving the um, they're leaving the ring. Um, then they said... Um, then out comes Jordan Miles, who just won the Breakout Tournament Star Breakout Star Tournament. Yeah, it's a shame they never aired this on NXT television. What, the end? You sure it wasn't on last week? I'm just kidding. That we didn't watch I it? No, yeah. Uh, we, we, you know what? We were all caught up in the G1. Um, so he comes out, and he doesn't say a word. He just has his contract in hand. Adam Cole thinks he's stupid. He says, hey, if you're going to challenge me... Why don't you channel and Shayna Baszler? Uh, huh? Yeah. Uh, or not a knock. Why about Drew Gulak? Huh? For the cruiserweight. You know, it's not a knock, but they're just not on the level of Adam Cole. They're not Adam, They're not on my level. Bay-bay. Bay-bay. Yeah, no, you have to make sure he said you say bay-bay because that's, that's on brand. Then uh, Miles drops the uh, contract at Cole's feet. So we're getting a match in a couple weeks. Adam Cole versus Jordan Miles, ACH. Are you sure no one just took that contract and stole it? Like, it's mine. Izzy's like, it's mine. I have a contract now. Oh, God. Izzy versus Adam Cole for the NXT title. That final shot, like, her head just falls off. How many people, like, random people have had shots at that NXT title? Like, Twan was supposed to get a shot at the NXT. Yeah, <laughs> God damn it, Gargano! Like Cole, Cole is just you know what Cole's an actually very giving. Change. He's been giving shots out left and right. Well, he didn't give this one away, but you know, yeah, still the final shots, last shot. Is it final or last? Uh, Forget. I think it's the final shot because last shot sounds like it'd be something else. Um, the, the Bronson Reed backstage. You know this guy. He's he's part of the NXT Breakout Star Tournament. He was the fat guy, 
or the bigger guy. They called him like the Ozilla or, or the Ozilla. big. Bo- they can, like they affectionately call him the big boy of NXT because he's the Australian man. He kind of looks like Brutus Clay a little he bit, looks like, like Rusev, a young Brutus Clay. <laughs> he kind of looks like Rusev. Um, he um, he's talking about his future in NXT, and then Shane Thorne walks and he says, "I might, I know that can my- only be one Australian. Hey, I you Walbert doing the lorry and the black. He says, "I know we're mates, but mate, you Sorry, can't Australia. be my mate. You know, mate." And uh, they're going to have a match later tonight. To yes, shrimp on the Barbie. Shrimp on the Barbie. And then we're going to get Mansoor versus Chris Angel. Are you just trying to just be Nigel McGuinness now? No, no. That, not, that was Australian. I was trying to do Australian. Uh, we have Mansoor versus Chris Angel coming up next. Winner of the greatest Royal Rumble. The greatest Royal Rumble. It, it was called that, right? I, we didn't watch that show. but no, it, <laughs> okay. was, it was called that, I believe. Okay, the or greatest- wait, no. Was it? No, it was just the battle. It was the, Who it was the fuck the, cares? It was the biggest battle royal. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Uh, but Mansoor won that because... Coming from know. the Bay Area versus uh, Damian Priest. Mansoor's from the Bay Area? Yeah. He wrestled in Hood Slam, dude. Just because you wrestled in Hood Slam doesn't mean you're he from... He wrestled in APW. He was like trained in... Um, was he trained by Roland? Sto- no, in the Stoner, uh, Stoner U. Okay. By the Stoner Brothers. Nice. Yeah, that's why when he does that thing with his fingers it, on his head, it looks like he's, it's like a, a symbol for something, but he's really, it's like a puff the magic marijuana yeah, yeah, stick. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Weed. He, he's continuing to do this. Marijuana. Uh, Monsoor showing off his agility while Priest uh, deadlift drops Monsoor. He hits the reckoning, a twisted neck breaker to Monsoor, and the pin and the win. Um, I'll say this, though. like Those vignettes were not doing him any favors. Who? Uh, Priest? Damien Priest, because it was just such a conflicting... He's a geek. It's like, no, a conflicting of vibes of who he is as a character. Like, he's a rock star. He's in the back of a limo with girls, yet he's also dark and brooding. Like, wh- Dude, just is, is, he just my, is he just pretty much like Chris Angel? Yes, and I want him to be like the real-life Chris Angel. I want... Does not, he... Well, yeah, for him to actually float? Not the character Chris Angel. I want him to be like the guy who's like... I have to do three shows next week, but I have all these groupies in my tour bus. I gotta go. My free! Like, he can be Elias without the guitar, which I feel like is a better way to do that character because once you have a once you have a prop you're you're forever like Oh, I hate Elias. You know, it's like it's like um it's like Kenny Omega when he had that broom. Thankfully, like he got rid of it as soon as he could Best because part that could have been career. Okay. Yeah, no, that's certainly a take. And um <laughs> It's. I don't want to completely write off Damian Priest completely because I do see a certain explosiveness to his offense that I actually did find kind of all right. Um, Gabriel wants um, Gabriel uh, of a uh, Gabriel Morningstar of our show from yesterday. He uh, just called him an Aleister Black ripoff, which you know that's. I definitely do see that. There is strong vibes to that. You know, dude with long hair, dude with wet long hair with heavy metal music. Yeah. With tattoos. Like, yeah, it's definitely inviting that comparison. And I'm not saying he's like Alistair Black. I mean, yeah. Alistair Black's a more authentic version where it's like Alistair Black, you would see him like, he can be like at an art gallery of of like taxidermied animals. I just. Where Damien Priest would be like, I'm at Hot Topic buying some wristbands. And this thing where he just does that bow and arrow bullshit like it's it's the dumbest like most hokey cheesy thing you could do for this guy especially when it's has when his offense kind of has nothing to do with a bow and arrow unless he does a spear or like absolutely a broke kick like he no he just does a fucking spin spinning twirly thing he drops people yeah he just picks people up and drops them i'm just saying i don't want to completely write off damien priest 
but his hairline is tragic and hey it's, welcome to my club and like you would also but then it's all but it's but he's in nxt and like the fact that it would like nxt is not going to be nxt like come september were you a fan of punishment martinez no then you'll never be a fan well the of thing him. is i was not familiar with punishment martinez he punished i just people. knew okay and his name is martinez ah, excuse me um yeah, you would so. no, no. I would give a bigger pass with stuff like this because oh, it's NXT. He can has room to improve and all that stuff. But NXT, as we know it, as we are bound to know it within the next couple of weeks, is just not. The, over you're me. gonna be. You're. I'm willing to give people less passes. You know, the more this USA thing kind of just looms. I think it's gonna be great, but yeah, nonetheless, yeah. we talked about it yesterday. Um, then we cut to uh, Mia Yim versus Vanessa Bourne. It was a match. It's a rehab match. It's a rehab match for that embarrassing loss to Shayna Baszler, in which I thought Yumi Yim really should have won that. Um, and Shayna Baszler could have easily moved up, but, you know. Aaliyah, Aaliyah interferes, uh, holding the leg of Mia Yim in a certain part. Samoan dropped a Yim, followed by a kickout cannonball uh, to a protect your neck to Vanessa Bourne. And, uh, it was called the protect your neck. Protect your neck. Okay. Yeah. I, I thought it was called soul food for a good period of time. I think it was called soul food for. Or was that because she's half no, Korean? That, that's like the Yadunzo. What? That you know that Enzo's move, the Yadunzo. Okay. Remember the footfall thing? Yeah, but then she would. I that's remember soul food. The protect your neck is like a code breaker type move. I mean, why is she doing a Wu Tang reference? Isn't she from L.A.? Yeah, she likes hip hop. Oh, that's true. She's like street. I was raised in the '90s. What? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's every wrestler. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, after the match, uh, Yim wins, of course. Uh, after the match, Shayna Baszler comes out. and, and issues, I like her fire. She's I a, like what you do. She thinks Mia Yim's quite cute, and she wants her to join her by her side. She's not wrong. She's not. Mia Yim's pretty cute. Um, no, she doesn't think she, I mean, she might even think she's cute. I don't know. But no, she knows. She sees the fire in her eyes. She sees the determination. She wants her to join the four horsemen. She women. wants to join Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville because <sighs> yeah. they have an abundance of fire in that group. And um, but Mia Yim uh, refuses and attacks all the women, um, and that doesn't really work out for her because she gets her ass kicked by the horsewomen. Refuses and attacks all the women, just like TJP. Moving on. Moving on. The next match is Bronson Reed versus Shane Thorne. See, this was a good match, but I don't seem to have many notes on it. Um, it. I liked it. Um, I like Bronson Reed. He I like Bronson Reed. He's de- he, ha- he has a lovable. Um, portliness to him i just i'll say that uh, like same with keith lee i just can't th- help but think uh, of funkasaurus every time i look at him i think that's just on you Funky i don't th- i don't think he looks too much like funkasaurus i think um shane thorne i definitely see that guy going far with like oh, he, has a, he has an absolutely great look he just has that australian ruggedness to him i f- um like he he kind of has that chris hemsworth vibe to him well, he just has that manliness to him. Uh, Isn't Chris Hemsworth Australian? Too? Exactly. That's exa- I feel like that's exactly what they're do trying you, to go for. Do you for. think for Australians? Eh. eh. You know Robbie Eagles. Hey, man. Attractive's attractive. No, I know. I'm kidding. Um, so, I mean, this was a, it was a decent match. You had two Australian men, just two Aussies battling out. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Um, it, at the end of the match, had a running kick to Reed, followed by a pin and a win for Shane Thorne. That's his finisher, a running kick. A, so like it worked for Shibata. It's a it's a good kick. Uh, next up, we have Velveteen Dream. He cuts out and he cuts a Mastercard promo. Yeah, do, do you remember those commercials? This is a dated ass reference on us. The priceless ones. Yes. Jesus Christ! Once he said, 
Dream shirt there. I said, oh my God, please. Did Vince write this promo? Is he writing NXT already? Uh, uh, next, I want somebody to eat some Mentos, and then they're going to move the couch because he's in the way. Um, he comes out, he says, his shirt. Those ladies, by the way, uh, who are moving this uh, this uh, bed on wheels are two evolved performers. Are they really? Yeah. Good, good for them. Um, he I forget comes their out, names, but... Uh, he comes out on the couch, and he you know he does his thing. Uh, the shirt, $30. You know These glasses, $10. Beating... You know, Pete Dunn and NXT TakeOver, priceless. Uh, then he issues a challenge to Roderick Strong. Um, but it really seems like he's talking to Roderick Strong in the ring. Um, you know what I'm talking about, Michael? So it seems like he's like he's looking at the ring while apparently Shane Thorne and um, Bronson Reed are in the ring. And he's talk, but he's referring to Roderick Strong. And... If you know the way that this is all taped in the sequence of events, this is actually taped later in the show. So I don't know if this was taped after a Roderick Strong match or he actually was talking to Roderick Strong. Um, Do you have any insight to that? It just seems you know? like, I mean, it just seems like uh, this whole entire thing was just a continuation of that very match. And um, No, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just a continuation of Undisputed Era's like angle of trying to get all the belts that they it just seemed out of get. place where they put that you know that set like they segment. just felt like they were just moving along i felt like they cut and pasted it from a different part of the it film. is it's i mean this i mean spoiler these shows are taped what? and it just seemed yeah no i definitely feel there was a there was a bit of a like who are you talking to dude no, I knew he, who he was talking well, to. He was because, looking right well, it was, the it was, well, it's like he was talking to somebody. I feel like there was a bit of. I mean, I feel like there was a bit of a distance. I might have to watch it again, but I feel like there was a bit of a distance between that Bronson Reed match and the. Oh, there the was. Dream, if you dream. look at the way everything was taped, yeah, it was. But I don't. We don't talk about tapings on this. Show. I don't know. I was able to make that disconnect. Okay. Um. Then, uh, then we have the main event for the night: Killian Dane versus Matt Riddle. I don't know why I said it like that. They they both have the same hairstyle. According to Beth Phoenix, this match reminds her of Muhammad Ali versus George Foreman. Yeah, one's uh, one's uh, <laughs> very fluid in their movement, and the other's a wrecking ball. There we go. I like it. Yeah. You put you pulled it all together. Uh, Riddle gets Dane uh, from behind to start the match. Dane then goes for a running senton, but lands in the pro mission. Uh, gets in, gets the ropes. Uh, power bomb to. Um, Oh, he's going for a power bomb, Matt Riddle. That is onto uh, Killian Dane on the stairs on the outside. That's when Dane flips him over, lands him on the stairs, hits a um, like a Vader bomb from twice. No, huh? he hits it from the ring to the outside, oh, okay, yeah. and then he hits three Vader bombs on the inside of the ring. There was a very dangerous spot where Riddle almost landed like his face first right into the steps. Uh, which oh, when he dropped him on the stairs, yeah, yeah you could see the ref going up to him. And I wonder if that's where he like. Busted his mouth open, yeah. and bulk of much of the uh, the bulk of the story uh, put over the fact that Matt Riddle's ribs were taped up and yeah. injured. Um, and the, okay, it was a decent match. I was I was actually, but I'm going to get on this because I think it's stupid. WWE wants to be like, oh, we're not blood and guts like our competitors. There's no blood here. It was just oh, I'm sorry. They were just referencing internal bleeding. So that's far worse than someone getting their arm cut open it's or not their something forehead cut open. That's far worse. I mean, terms. yeah, for the person, but then as far as blood and guts is concerned, like it gushing all over the audience and just showing. And it, uh, come on, it's implied blood. That's yeah. that's that, you know, it is far worse for the body, but it's just not. It's it's not bad for the viewer. It's I just like, don't sit there and brag that you don't promote like blood and guts. Are you serious? Are you serious about like? Is this not a bit? No, it's not a bit. Okay. It, that don't promote, like, we don't have blood and guts, but then do things like this. It just seems weird hey, to me. Hey, Corey, it's a 
fucking fake. I know, but we're supposed to talk about it like it's a real sport. So we have to pretend. Yeah, that's I thought it was bullshit. pretty good. <laughs> I thought it was actually um, a really good match. It gave He's it gave a lot for Killian Dane. It did him a service as like I kind of see him as just this monster of the week for Riddle before you know they yeah because, because I because I feel like because honestly I do feel like that dude's the end game for this promotion. I, I Matt do, Riddle. Yeah, I see. I can see them building this entire promotion towards oh, him. I don't like Matt Riddle ever since that I YouTube love Matt video. Riddle ever since that YouTube. Bro. Oh, I, wait, what YouTube video? Legitimately, is what? the one where it was talking shit to all the legends. Like, What's fuck yeah, dude, put WCW these put these old guys. farts in their place, man. Okay, like they're the like I people the, like Matt Riddle are the ones that are like going to be beat in the this fuck company. out of you. I just will, and he could, and he totally would. He totally yeah, could. He's yeah, a legit yeah. MMA fighter. It's like whatever. I'm better than you. It's I don't care. Regardless of that, it's just I think like Matt Riddle. Um, it's unfortunate that he did lose, but then even post match, he got his heat back by like uh, like continuing to brawl with Matt, uh, with Killian Dane. And the show ends kind of awkwardly, where it's just they just run to the back. It's like they ran out of time or something. Like they got to put like a fucking Brian. Roman Come on, segment. we just signed the USA deal, guys. Everyone to the back, real quick. Triple H about to announce something, but he can't announce it. I don't know us. where this is. Like, I, I guess this re- this continues, even though Killian Dane did win pretty definitively. Yeah, he did. He definitely did. I mean, unless you want to, you know, spin the fact that oh, it took stairs to put, you know, to step over me, but I'm Whoa. here, bro. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just I thought like I thought it brought a good deal of seriousness to the Matt Riddle character having to deal like he underestimated Killian Dane and now he paid for it with his broken ribs and now he has to find a way to Bro, I was overcome Grand Theft Auto last night. I was just like, oh shit, too busy shit talking Goldberg son. Like legit, <laughs> I didn't like. He was da- it was too busy dabbing and I'm like ah, that should be me dabbing, bro. What? <clears throat> they can do CBD apparently. I found out. Um, I didn't know that. CBD, dude, like, it's perfectly legal. No, I know, but... They had Nate Diaz in MMA doing open workouts as he was smoking CBD oil. Oh, okay. No, okay, but that was... Yeah, he shouldn't, he shouldn't have been doing that. Nate Diaz can do whatever the fuck he wants, of course. Um, no, he can't. <sighs> Nate Diaz, you cannot do that. You yeah, hear me, let's, buddy? Let's, let's give more power to Yeah, hear me, buddy? Like, like Dana White. Okay, Dad. <sighs> Young that man, was NXT. That was NXT. That was news. That. Was it the B show? Was it the B show? Okay, that was the shortest show we've done in a long time. Well, I mean, I <laughs> we're only covering one show and news and uh, the New Japan, and it's <laughs> especially after that monolith of a fucking show we did last uh, last yesterday. Night. Yeah, yeah, last night. Go check it out, by the way. SoundCloud.com. I'm personally very proud of this that 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 podcast. Aww. Not this one though. Aww. I hate this one. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Anyways, no, this is, no. Every show is good. Every show. I love all my shows equal. Um, yeah. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, but they're all my shows. The we will see you next week uh, for this week in WWE. It'll be me, Jose, maybe Gabriel, maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, we'll be back next week on Thursday for more NXT talk. We're going to also talk um, all out. Have a little prediction. Oh shit! Yeah, that's uh, because that's next weekend. In a post Super Jacob, we we'll probably will not get too much I mean, we'll into talk it. Talk a little bit about this, what we saw when we were there. Yeah, we'll be like, yeah, semifinals and the finals. I can't were- believe Will Osprey actually spat in my mouth. I can't believe that happened. I can't believe you've done this. And that happened at the meet and greet. Yeah, and it was weird. It was very weird. I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> Anyways, guys, for City Wrestling Radio, for me, I'm Corey Smith. I'm Michael Vergara, and we'll see you later. Have a great weekend. Take care. Don't forget to come up and say hi to us at uh, Super Jacob. Come get some free stickers. Damn it. I'll see you later. Bye.